0: Although many of us strive to be the best dad we can be, many physicians struggle with finding balance between their life at home and their life at work. This is the Imperfect Dad MD Podcast, the show where we discuss topics involving our minds, bodies, beliefs, relationships at home, and upping our game with our business practices and financial knowledge to better improve our role as dad in the lives of those around us. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, physician, husband, father to two boys, and self-proclaimed imperfect dad. Join me as I learn to raise my own imperfections within all these topics. Now, let's get to today's discussion. Hello and welcome to the Imperfect Dad MDE Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, and this is your Friday review show. This week's Wednesday episode was the part one of four on the Blue Zones. And if you follow me on Instagram, any of those things, I've been talking about this for a while because I'm excited about it. I'm excited to talk about Blue Zones, what they are, how they might affect you as a parent, as a dad. Um, you know, I talk about my six B's and your body, such a big thing, but so are is your brain, your beliefs, and all of that's going to be influenced By these blue zones. So, I want to talk about my thoughts on this week's show. And what I did is I went ahead back and listened back to it. And now I'm going to talk about it just kind of off the hip. But before I do, let's hear from this week's sponsor again, Dr. Aaron Wiseman.
1: Hey there. This is Dr. Aaron Wiseman. I'm a fellow Doctor Podcast Network member, life coach, and mama three. I kick butt, I take names, and I help other high-achieving people do the exact same. And today, I want to invite you over to my podcast, Dr. Me First. It's well over 300 episodes, and each one is filled with inspiration and advice from amazing guests. So grab your wife, your mom, your sister, your best friend, and come tune in as we explore what it means to be a woman in medicine and a woman in this world. Because this podcast is a dose of everything that I needed when I was burned out, exhausted, and ready to quit it all. At the end of the day, I do this to help you feel more connected to yourself and to connect with others. I love to end my show with a kick of encouragement, so here's my favorite tagline. Your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See you over at Dr. Me First.
0: All right. I'd like to thank Dr. Aaron Wiseman again for that. And again, if you haven't checked out her podcast, definitely be sure to check it out. So, this week we talked about an introduction to Blue Zones. And if you were like me a couple months ago, or really six months ago, I guess you'd say, I'd never heard of this book because I'd never searched it out. I never had a reason to. And I, through all of my talking with other people, listening to the podcast, reading books, you know, I came across this book um, a couple times. It was mentioned here and there, but I never looked into it until, again, I started talking with Dr. Joan de Guzman over the Glass Half Healthy podcast, and I finally decided to dive into it. And the Blue Zones, if you listened on Wednesday, it's such an interesting topic, because it's these areas of the world that have people living longer, healthier lives, and Lord knows we all want that for ourselves. And... You may not be maybe understanding why I'm doing this. You know, I'm not doing it as a book review. You know, it's not something like that. What I'm doing is I want you guys to listen to these episodes and think about how you can apply it to your life as a parent, as a father. Now, I focused a a little bit on the, the eating aspect on this week's episode on Wednesday about the eating the meats and how you should maybe back off the meat eating a little bit, just kind of, this is solely based off of what these blue zone areas are, are doing and not because they're purposefully doing it, but just because they've always done it this way. And I'm not sitting here again, telling you that you can't eat meat and I'm not telling you that you can't, you know, cook out on the 4th of July or whatever it is. Um, But I think one of the things we have to recognize as people, we were raised in a society in a place um, in a time where abundance of food is much more prevalent in our country than it ever has been in our history. We have ease of access of food. Now, the problem is, is all this food is not always the healthiest options when you look at processed foods and things like that. But we live in this time frame where we have all of these things just at our fingertips. We're being told what we're supposed to eat and when we're supposed to eat it. And this is what we've been trained to do our whole lives. Now, part of that's due to the food industry, right? That's part of part of it's due to commercials and, you know, waking up Saturday mornings, watching cartoons and getting all the, you know, cereal commercials and things like that on TV. Um, But part of it has to do with our parents. Now, no blame to them, but we followed our parents' examples. So when our parents said, hey, you really have to eat cereal today it's really important part of your day. Here's a big bowl of sugary cereal for your for your breakfast. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous to think about, right? You know, my wife makes fun of me because when she asks if I want anything for breakfast, first I say no because I'm not a huge breakfast fan, and I'm not a huge breakfast fan because I don't really like breakfast food. No. What is breakfast food? We have been told breakfast food is eggs and bacon and cereal and waffles and pancakes and donuts and all these things. But, you know, it's interesting when you look at these blue zones, like Okinawa, we'll talk about this. And Okinawa, with one of the women they talked to who was a centenarian, you know, her morning is miso soup and vegetables. Like, that's her breakfast. And, you know, that's what she's always done. Not always, but that's what she does now. And if you ask somebody in the United States to go to an IHOP... In order miso soup and vegetables for breakfast, they'd laugh at you and think you're crazy. But that's because we've been trained to think breakfast is a certain type of food in our country. And so these beliefs of what eating healthy is or what the social norms are for eating in our country get passed on from us to our kids as some type of expectation. And I do think meat is a very interesting topic. And the reason why as a pediatrician, you know, I have parents coming all the time with their infants and toddlers and things like that. And they're like, you know what? They're doing such a great job with eating fruits and trying different vegetables, but they really just don't like meat. They won't eat it. They don't like the texture. They don't like this. They don't like that. And it's almost like this sense of, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? My kid won't eat meat then. It's the end of the world. And, and again, you look at our meals that we plan Pretty much your breakfast, lunch, and dinner all probably have some type of meat source to it. You wake up in the morning and have you know the so-called breakfast with bacon or sausage or something like that. Your lunch might be a sandwich with some deli meat. Your dinner's got some type of chicken or a steak or a fish or something like that. The protein of meat is always prevalent there. And so there's this fear that our kids are not going to thrive without eating meat. It's just, it's been ingrained in us. And again, it's not anybody's fault per se. It's just what we have become based on the prevalence of food and the prevalence of meat in our society. And so you have to wonder if there is a way we can reverse this. Is there a way we can change this? And I think one of the important things is is to recognize that, hey, you can absolutely get protein from other sources that aren't meat, and you can teach your kids that. Now, again, I'm not sitting here talking like I don't want you to eat meat ever because Lord knows I'm going to be eating meat. I am a meat person. Now, I don't want to eat meat all the time. Um, And I'm recognizing that more, actually. It's actually interesting that as I look into the stuff more and I read about it more, I'm noticing that I'm forcing myself to eat certain foods because that's just what's there. And I'm not actually taking the time to think about it. And as I think about it, I'm like, you know, I really just kind of want a bag of peas right now, which I know I'm weird. I like peas a lot, but that's me. And so I, I think we can definitely make changes in our own families. And for you guys out there, especially you dads, moms too, parents in general, you know, our kids mimic us. They take what we do in our lives and they copy it to their lives. And so if they see us eating healthier options, they're going to do the same thing. If breakfast in your house isn't always a bowl of cereal and a giant waffle with syrup on it, but instead it's something healthy, even fruits and veggies, and that's it. That's okay. And your kids are going to notice that and they're going to say, hey, okay, this is what we're eating. This is what our norm is. And so we're going to do it now. If you're a family that typically eats the the standard American diet and breakfast and those kind of things, it's going to be a hard change for everybody, even you. Now, you have to be willing to want to make this change. And I'm guessing some of you out there are like, this guy's crazy. There's no way in hell I'm going to change my bacon and eggs that I've been eating every single day for the last 10 years. And if that's the case, that's fine. I'm not telling you to do that. But I think we do, as parents, need to be responsible with our decisions and how we're showing our kids what it means to be a healthy eater and... Forcing certain types of foods all the time is not a, a needed thing. Um, again, at breakfast, I do find it silly when parents are like, yeah, it takes forever to force them to eat breakfast and they eat a, a bowl of, you know, Frosted Flakes or, you know, Twix or, or whatever it is. Not Twix. Well, Twix candy, who knows? I mean, that's basically like cereal, sadly, nowadays. But it's just silly when we're telling your kids, like, you have to eat breakfast, have to eat breakfast, have to eat breakfast. And the breakfast they're eating is just total junk, right? And so... I think this is something I want everybody to recognize: is that the food ideals in our country, in the United States, absolutely affects our health, absolutely affects your health as a dad, affects your kids' health, um, and it's our responsibility as parents to really try to make some changes in regards to that. And so, that's my thoughts on this week's show. Now I'm going to get into more of this top these topics over the next several weeks when we get into next week and the week after. But, you know, I noticed I noticed I focused a lot on the eating aspects on this first week, and I really wanted to talk about why I did that and how I think you as a parent and as a dad or a mom um, can make some changes at home to maybe take some of these lifestyle changes that these people in these blue zones are doing routinely and apply them to your everyday life. Okay. So I hope that makes sense and, um, take care guys, embrace your imperfections, make some changes here and there. Again, this, these next four weeks are, are all about trying to find some things in our lives that we can make changes to be healthier. All right. And that's the healthier. So so before we end, guys, don't forget to hang out with my friend Dr. Aaron Wiseman over at our podcast, Doctor Me First, on your favorite podcast app, or learn more about how to connect with the Queen of Sass by heading to doctorpodcastnetwork.com/slash doctor me first. And I promise she's got a great podcast, guys; you'll love it. So you should go, definitely go check it out.
1: My dad, Dr. Jeremy Toffel, is a pediatrician, father, and husband. The information provided in this podcast is not meant to be medical advice and is for your education and entertainment only.